Welcome to the Partners Financial Podcast, a podcast designed for you with insights from fellow members as well as NFP and Partners Financial experts. Happy New Year and welcome to the Partners Financial Podcast. I hope you had a lovely, healthful, restful holiday season, and I'm excited to kick off 2022 with you and our podcast series. In order to get the year started off right, I brought in our wellness and health experts and underwriting gurus, Jane Hall and Cindy Davis. We're going to talk about resolutions, both personal and business-wise, as well as wellness. So Jane and Cindy, thank you so much for joining me on the first podcast of the new year. Thank you, Christy. So we've, we've all, we all make resolutions for the new year. We, it's easy to make a resolution. You start the year off right, you have a whole bunch of resolutions, and then you know three days goes by and they become much harder to keep. So Jane, you have some tips from the, our experts on how to make your resolution keeping more successful. Can you share some of those ideas with us? Well, um, thanks, Kristen. I would say one of the one of the um, top tips is certainly set goals that motivate you. So, what's going to make your life easier, make you feel proud of yourself, uh, make your firm more of a success? So, goals that motivate you. Number two is really limit your resolutions to an a manageable amount. You know, make one or two uh, versus five or six that are really important to you, and then pick a start date. It's usually January 1 that we started out and be very specific. Uh, The more specific you can be on setting those goals, it's not unlike goals for work or objectives we have for the year. Be specific and then break it down. One of the last tips experts say is break, break that big goal into smaller pieces. That's wonderful. Thank you. So if our goal is to improve our wellness. We need to take smaller steps and wellness has really become a hot topic where everybody's focusing on it. Lots of health insurance plans have wellness components. And I know that life insurance has wellness components too, particularly when it comes to underwriting. So um, Cindy, have you seen ways in which wellness factors can be used to help a case um, move forward to a successful offer? Um, definitely. Um, you know, carriers are really paying attention and using all kinds of tools, including your fitness trackers, um, you know, people that can monitor their sleep apnea and their machines. And um, of course, John Hancock's product of Vitality is a whole um, wellness um, built, built into the product where you get not only a a discount on your life insurance, but, you know, a, a lot of other benefits. And have you, do you have tips for using those wellness factors when you're presenting a new case to the carrier? Um, yes, uh, the cover sheet is a great place to point out all the factors about your client that you want them to know. So if they exercise regularly, if they're vegan, if they're a marathon runner, we had a case like that recently where the client was quite thin, um, but it was because she ran marathons and we were able to use all that information in the cover letter to really spell out why that person was in better health than normal. Um, also some things like family history um, that does play a big factor in, in longevity and it's always good to point those factors out. Well, I also heard you mention monitoring your sleep apnea. I think 
a lot of times we have this notion that you have to be a marathon runner for your wellness to be beneficial and improve your offer. But if it's a sleep apnea machine, that doesn't necessarily correlate to marathon running. It, you know, it sounds like wellness comes in lots of different packages. Is that something you'd agree with? Yes, absolutely. Um, the machines today are very high tech and just like your fitness trackers um, and your Apple Watch, um, the sleep apnea machines can give you a sleep score. And really what a carrier cares about when someone has sleep apnea is their compliance with using the CPAP machine um, more so than the severity of it. So I think that's a really key component. And, you know, after a person's had sleep apnea for a period of time, they may not go to the doctor regularly and have it checked, but by able to show their, um, their printouts of their screens and their compliance, um, it's, it's a great way to um, make the case look more favorable. And Jane, a lot of our, our cases tend to be older ages. Is that, are there wellness components that help with older age cases as well? Yeah, they do. And one thing that we see in medical records today, actually we don't see, are factors that are very important to the underwriter in the older age. For example, are they traveling? Do they make their own travel plans? That's huge as far as the mental skills it takes to do that. So that would be an important thing to put in a cover letter. Are they handling their own finances or actively engaged in their financial planning? Do they live independently? And some of this you're going to get from your senior supplement, but not all of it. And, you know, another key important thing, are do they have close family and social ties? Um, hugely important as well as are they volunteering or are they working? All those factors are very, very important to underwriting. And if you can include that in the cover letter as well. So it's not just exercise, it's not just golfing, it's it's all host of uh, how well are you functioning? Well, I do think it's really important to, to point, you know, you guys pointed out that wellness comes in lots of different forms and packages, and it's important not to overlook something that may feel like it's a smaller thing, like making your own travel plans, but it, it seems to really have an important benefit to the case. And, you know, Cindy, do you have some examples of where using a wellness factor was sort of the tipping point to move a case to a better offer? Well, uh, one thing, um, well, I did mention the marathon runner. Mm -hmm. um, we highly encourage you to use our quick quoting tool to um, get an idea of an offer before um, submitting the case. We've um, seen some really, twice this year already, we've seen some cases where we put the quick quote out there. We've been very explicit about um, the parameters of the case. And then the offer came back different, even though the medical records were exactly what we stated in the quick quote. And we've been able to convince the carrier to hold to what they stated originally on the quick quote. So I think it's really important that you... Um, you can put those things all in a in a quick quote. You can it, the quick quote allows enough room for you to state other things about the client, and that's a great way to um, win a case. I, I would. I had actually. I did have one case too, Kristen, that ties into the older age where an individual um, additional records came in, and they talked about a fall. And the older ages, when they have a fall, the red flags go off for the underwriter. Often it can you know, can mean a decline or certainly a postpone, uh, but it just really concerns the underwriters. In this case, 
the um, the firm uh, underwriter gave me a call and said this individual had a, a fall, but he was out fixing his fence. You know, he was <laughs> 78 years old, had, you know, horses or cattle, but he was fixing his fence, was on a little bit of a slope and caught his foot on a root of a tree. You know, just that, explaining that before it went in was very proactive. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, Jane, you talked about making a resolution that, you know, is specific and has, you can break it up into small parts. And if we think about, you know, the idea of a resolution is that it's supposed to make our lives easier or better or more successful. And we want to bring that into our businesses. It sounds to me like there are a couple of things that we could resolve to do our firms could resolve to do for their underwriting and their cases that would really make their lives easier and lead to more success. You want to highlight those things for me? Sure. I mean, I would say, um, again, maybe doing a lifestyle screening of your client would be very helpful to include uh, tips and not tips, but facts about their lifestyle and uh, exercise. And also to to include that, so you've gained that information, then put that, go the next step, put that into your cover letter and include that. And or as Cindy mentioned, even before you submit the cover letter, do a quick quote and uh, put that information out there. Quick quote is really great. You can find the quick quote on our um, research tab and blueprint underwriting and then quick quote but you can quick quote to Cindy and I as well as the carriers. But, you know, those are some things that I think could make your life a lot easier and uh, much more successful in the case, I think, or a smoother process for your underwriting in the field. And I know that both of you are big proponents of cover letters. And we even did a podcast last year about cover letters. And can you remind us what sort of resources we have in addition to that podcast? So I'm sure everybody out there is resolving to do cover letters that are awesome. So and I, you guys have resources to help them do that. Can you remind us what they are? Sure. We do have cover letter examples, but all for uh, key man coverage, um, in other business cases, as well as, um, you know, uh, just examples that you can review. But I think in a cover letter, most important thing to you're introducing your client. And so you're also introducing the case and you know the client better than anyone else. So that uh, I would include in your cover letter, be clear. Again, it's kind of like a resolution. Keep the cover letter well organized, clearly written. Um, so it can be read easily and be concise. So again, it's much like a resolution, right? Keep mm-hmm. it, keep it focused um, and clear and be specific. Awesome. And Cindy, you mentioned the quick quotes. Should we use them just when we think there might be an issue with the clients or is it a thing that should be used almost every time? Yeah, no, it's really more when you have a concern. So, you know, I always say it's the I got a guy situation, the things that you run by us. Mm -hmm. Um, We're happy to give you our opinion, but there's often nuances. Um, It could be an avocation. It could be um, marijuana use. We get that one a lot. And, you know, there's just so many nuances. And, you know, we try to know um, as much as we can about our carriers, but their strengths do change from time to time. Um, So just being able to put it out there and then, like I said, hold the carrier accountable 
for what they've quoted is a great way to differentiate and pick the right carrier from the get-go. It'll really help your persistency and um, be able to, you know, pick the right carrier from the get-go and, and move on from there. Mm -hmm. That sounds great. Those sound like two very specific manageable goals. Do cover letters and, and use quick quote when, you, you know, so that you have an, a reasonable expectation of what you're, you're getting into. And I, I'd like to add one to the mix, which is Partners Financial on Blueprint has so many great tools and resources. And under the research page, Jane and Cindy have built out such a library of underwriting guides and tips. And there, there's a wealth of knowledge there. So resolve to look on the research yeah. tab and you know utilize the, the excellent content that they both have prepared. So in the, in the interest of keeping our resolutions limited and specific, I think this is a great place to end. Thank you both for your time and for helping us get the new year kicked off right. Thank, Thank you, Kristen. And let's all have a great year. <laughs> Happy new year. <laughs>